Before we get going, please do not forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already. This helps us get the show out to as many people as possible. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Couch Guy Sports. Thanks, guys, for listening, and enjoy the show. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode number 135. Nikwalia, Jared Scally, and producer Patty P. We got... Some some decent things to talk about this week. Some really some solid topics with not all Patriots. For the, a lot of this fall has just been strictly Patriots because the Celtics. You you can only have so many freaking Celtics conversations. With oh the Celtics are playing better without Kyrie Irving, which we're going to talk about freaking Kyrie anyway. But all oh, the Celtics are playing Kyrie's better without bitch. Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie's being a little bitch boy. Um, oh Gordon Hayward, he's back. You can only have so many of those conversations, but the Celtics. We'll be seeing Kyrie Irving. Well, they should have been seeing Kyrie Irving this week. And now they won't. That's going to be a main topic tonight. We're going to talk about the damn Woo Sox, which a lot of people, I guess, aren't going to be searching for the Woo Sox online. But we're still going to talk about the Woo Sox because that logo is absurd. It's like Walmart. It's it's. (laughs) We'll talk about it. Um, Drop those prices, baby. And then the Ravens, man. Yikes. The Ravens look like a wagon right now. Super <laughs> Bowl favorites right there. Um, not according to the odds. Not according to the odds. Maybe in the fans' mind, but not according to the odds. But first, I mean, actually, you know what? Let's we're going to the weekly dump. So we talked about this last week. Connor and I went to Foxwoods on Saturday with a bunch of our friends. Yeah, with a few of our friends. saw the snapshots. I am so old can't hang anymore big boy well so i lost all my money early i lost all my money gambling in like 45 minutes well that sounds about right i didn't stand a chance and i'm pissed all of my friends freaking won on the same blackjack table together and none of them freaking told me that they were all on the same blackjack table oh well that's suspicious they all won so much money i think this guy's name was brian they won so much money with this dude he was about our age and they all just could not lose. I think they all got like at least plus two hundred dollars. I lost everything between roulette and between the the slot machine that I always went on. It was unreal. So me and Connor and our friend Zach, we all actually I think Connor hadn't lost all of his money yet. Connor and I did it up actually winning. We went into Shrine, which I haven't been into since I was twenty one. And Shrine, it's it's like a it's like a club type place. And we go in, and oh my god, was this place loud. It was the loudest place I've ever been to in my life. So much so. So we're, we're standing there. We're on, the, we're on the dance floor. We're having a, it's, it's an awesome time. Confetti's falling down. I got people brushing the confetti off me. It was an awesome time. But holy shit, was that place friggin' loud. So loud. My hearing when I walked out of there, everything was muffled. I couldn't hear anything. It was huh? so what did you my, say? What did you chest, say? You couldn't hear no matter like I've got huh? a loud voice. I was screaming at the top of my lungs and nobody could hear me talk. It was so loud in there. My Dude, chest was vibrating. You're no old. Listen, my chest was vibrating, my neck was vibrating. I don't there might be some lawsuits coming out of that place because that thing was ob- absurdly loud. So you know I mean, what you sound like right now? You sound like those Geico commercials. You're becoming your father. Yes. Well, rightly so, because that place was freaking... It was a great time. 
But can I get turns- a round of jalapeno poppers for the boys? <laughs> you can turn down the music a bit. So I leave. My ears are just, you know, you know, when you go to the RMV, you know, the, the hearing test where they play the beeps. Beep. Yeah, it was it was one of those beeps for like 48 hours and everything was muffled. If you weren't standing right in front of me talking to me, I wasn't going to hear you. I can't I couldn't talk to people on the other side of doors. It was horrific. I'm Inclusion. so like Nicholas what Qualia is old. Yeah, what happened? I yeah, got you, I I turned 45 years old. I turned 45 be, went, years old. You didn't even get to 30. You just skipped it. You just went to 50. It was unreal. I didn't. Th- I mean, I did. I don't remember any place being that loud before. This guy at was named DJ Costa, the most boring DJ name of all time. This guy blew my eardrums out. DJ Costa, what, 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 what? And Blowing Nick Quack's eardrums. There's still like this slight faint beep. So, oh, okay. Actually, the next morning, I went to Dunkin' Donuts, right down the street from Fox, was on my way home. Because um, the rich always get Dunkin' Donuts, uh, egg and cheese sandwiches after a night of drinking. And I go there, and I pull up to the speaker, and I can hear them. It's it's like the it's like the Charlie Brown thing. And I hear somebody talking out of the intercom. I have no idea what they said, none. So I just after I heard them after they were done speaking, I just went sure. Don't know what they said. Then I ordered my thing and I went up. Apparently they asked me if I wanted eggnog instead of cream in my coffee. Oh, how was that? High key. Bomb. Bomb? So, so good. Uh, I mean, best, best miracles happened by mistake. I, I took my first sip and I was like, what the fuck? And I looked on the side. It said caramel swirl because that's that's what I do. That's my go-to. Regular, that's regular my go-to. sugar because it's the best. Regular sugar and eggnog. I was like, what the fuck? It was bomb. It was delicious. That's but I, nice. could, I couldn't. I It was unbelievable. Like I pulled up to that intercom. I could not make out a word they were saying. Eggnog. I'd even hear eggnog. I didn't hear anything. Once they once I stopped hearing little noises coming out of it, I just throw out my order. I said yeah, yes. Can I, get, can I get the, yes? Can I get the medium ice caramel, regular sugar, holy eggnog? And uh, they could have they could have said please. anything. They could have been like, hey, you want to donate a hundred dollars of your money to charity? I was saying yes, no matter what. Do you uh, do you want a little of uh, the white good stuff in your coffee this morning? Need a little extra pick me up. <laughs> Connor, Connor, Connor actually got pissed. So Connor, for 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 people who don't know, if you do listen every week, Connor is the fill-in host on the show. I say, if they listen to the show, they know who Connor is. Yeah, Connor, Connor was sitting at the table. He wasn't he wasn't answering me at the blackjack table. So I flicked him in the ear. I guess <laughs> I guess I like, and his ears were already fucked up too because he was in there. I guess I like. I don't know if his ears were sore. But it, it, it sounds like I blew out his eardrum with that flick. Dude, it was bad. It was bad. I'm you, only uh, 25. It feels like I am. It feels like I'm way past my prime. You are still on your parents' insurance, and you're having issues. You need to, yeah, you need well, to reevaluate your life decisions. I've got a few months left of free insurance. That's because right. you're old. All right, weekly dump. Kemba Walker eggnog. sustained a brutal eggnog. Kemba Walker sustained a brutal <laughs> he did walk. Sustain a brutal eggnog. He could have used it. Brutal looking head and neck injury last Friday night after running into the brick wall. That is Shemi Ojale. 
It looked Oof. a lot worse at the time after he was carried off on a stretcher, but Kemba is now probable to play Wednesday against the Nets, and by the time this comes out, he probably already did play. Uh, Sammy Donald reportedly went out after the Jets' huge win over the Raiders where he was on fire on Sunday and got obliterated drunk, hooked up with some ladies, and I guess you can't catch Mono twice. So, so baby, <laughs> Sam Donald's living life. One thing that pissed me off about that, people were freaking out about it. Like, oh my God, Sammy D went out and drank. Okay, he's 22. He plays for the Jets. And media media coverage sucks now. Like, like all, all, all social media, and, and you can't do anything. There's Nothing is private anymore. Like, there are stories about, I think it was the Super Bowl, maybe it was the Pro Bowl week, whatever it was. I think it was the Super Bowl uh, where Drew Brees and Scott Zolak went out together, I think, like, the night before or two nights before the Super Bowl. Yep. And, like, if that was if that was now, did I say Drew Brees or Drew Bledsoe? Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. If, if that happened now, people would be recording them. It would be all over social media. It would blow up into this huge story. It sucks now. I hate how people record everything that happens. It's it's like you got to watch every step you do. That's it's, it's, a, it's stupid. The Red Sox waved much to the dismay of former host of this show, Lauren. Lauren Campbell. The Red Sox wave reliever Brian Johnson outright. Johnson at one point was a highly regarded pitcher coming through the farm system. But he never really turned into what the team thought they had at one point. Uh, he was supposed to be. You remember? Uh, I don't exactly know what year. Maybe 2012, 2013. It was like him um, and Henry Owens. Were like it was. It was Brian Johnson and Henry Owens coming up through the farm system. They were supposed to be like the next badass one and two of this team. Yeah. And Henry Owens. God knows what happened to that guy. Henry Owens just turned into dust once he got up to the majors. And Brian Johnson was fine. He was serviceable. But, he, like, they expected him to be, like, a gr- like a very solid, maybe great number two pitcher. And he he had to sit out a year two with anxiety, which was crazy. So I'm, kinda surpri- I'm honestly kind of surprised that he got released. Like, I feel like they were relying on him. They wanted to. I don't think they really – I'm surprised they actually left. I, I, him. I have a little, too, because he was so versatile. Yeah. Because he was – he – could he could spot start if you needed him to, and he wasn't an awful relief pitcher. There were times where he was the best relief pitcher that you had in that bullpen, but there were also times where he was absolute ass. I mean, his final ERA was over four in three years of relief pitching in one game that he had, um, or three years of pitching for the Red Sox in one year that he or one debut game that he had in 2015. Uh, the Patriots Cowboys sloppy, boring game was the highest rated regular season game in over a decade. Our man Kyrie Irving won't be making his bigger turn to Boston where he was going to be greeted with cheers and regarded as a king as he got his phantom shoulder injury that apparently won't even allow him to travel to Boston. He's such or a, Cleveland. Or, or Cleveland. He's such a puss, man. He's just it's happened next Cleveland's and Boston game all on the road all at once. It's unreal. I meant to I meant to write this down. Actually, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say this now. We can, talk, we can talk more about this once we get to the... Kyrie part of the show. I forgot. I, I wish I wrote it down, but Mike Feller today on 98.5 The Sports Hub read out the record between the Celtics two years and the Nets when Kyrie Irving's hurt compared to when he plays. When Kyrie's out and Kyrie was hurt, the Celtics the past two years and the Nets this year, they were combined, I think he said 29 and 8 when Kyrie was out. This year, the Nets, while Kyrie's been hurt, 5 and 1. I mean, we remember we had all we had this conversation a million times during Kyrie's time with Boston. 
it was, are the Celtics better with Kyrie? And people didn't want to admit it because they knew that if the team was, in fact, better with Kyrie, they weren't winning a championship. So people did not want to admit it. We're going to talk about that later. Tom Brady says it's not hard for him to be in the present. I think the reality is there is no more prediction, he said. He has a plan to play longer gratification if he won somewhere else, asked Aaron Andrews. Said, yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool to do that. Well, gratification, that's what I heard it as. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I heard the question as. The question was really based around his age. Do you think there'd be gratification if you continue to prove the doubters wrong and win deeper and deeper into your age? I kind of took that because they were talking right before that about about going to play somewhere else. And he talked about being in the present. It's easy for him to be in the present. And obviously everybody else wants to make predictions. But I kind of took that as there would be gratification if the Patriots thought I was a little too old and they didn't want me anymore. And then he went to go win, went on to go win somewhere else. Well, of course that's what it meant. And why wouldn't he? I mean, if you if if you were a guy who is 42, would be 43, and decided to get you know pushed aside from your team, claiming you're healthy and you're ready to go, and, and you're proving that, wouldn't you take gratification of going somewhere else and winning? Like it's just it is what it is. Like yes, Tom Brady, absolutely. Tom, Tom Brady. If if this is the last year the Patriots want Tom Brady, he plays somewhere else because he's not done yet. All right, that is the weekly dump. And guys, next week, eggnog, we will be announcing a new sponsor of the show that we are hoping is going to be around for quite a while. And I'm very excited for the sponsor. I've wanted these guys to sponsor for a while. And we're going to be And we're both, (laughs) what I heard on the intercom, (laughs) yes, can I get a medium iced caramel swirl? Hold the eggnog, extra cinnamon. Large, extra baby. Cinnamon. If I'm if I'm drinking the night before, I'm going large. There's no way I'm getting medium. I Can I get the uh, supersized bucket of the uh, caramel swirl? <laughs> Not the coffee, just the caramel swirl. I'll take that pump all day. There we go. That's good. Thanks. All right. That was the weekly dump. Give me a move chocolate on, umbrella. Move on to the Ravens. So this topic really jumped up last night after the Ravens absolutely pantsed, pantsed the Rams. To destroyed the offensive mastermind of Sean McVay, destroyed brainless Jared Goff, forty-five to six. The biggest story of the night came from probably Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was unreal last night, unreal. And you go passing wise, the I saw a stat earlier that literally the two times this year that the Ravens have punted or or was or might have just been in the last like three or four weeks. The two times they've punted was when RG three was in the game. Like it's <laughs> yes, I didn't I didn't stupid. see that, but I wouldn't doubt it. With the way this guy's playing I, right it, now. It, I think it might have been the last like three or four games was that from that stat. So the I actually don't have these odds in front of me right now. Maybe I can actually somehow find these. But the the MVP race for most of the season up until now it was Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was going to win the MVP. There was no doubt about it. We're at the point now where there's there's no question it's going to be Lamar Jackson unless he absolutely falls off. And that's a that's kind of an issue with the way that we uh, as fans and as the NFL just looks at the MVP race in general because it usually is who has the better second half. You can have a great first half, but if somebody absolutely steps up in a monster way in the second half and they get recognized as a potential MVP candidate, they'll probably win because that's fresh in our mind. But Lamar Jackson, regardless, man, does he earn this. Has he yeah. earned this this potential uh, award? 
It's you want the, you want the odds, my darling? Yeah, I'm looking for him. Yeah, sure. Lamar Jackson minus 300. Russell Wilson plus 300. Yeah. Pa- Patrick Patrick Mahomes is next on the list at plus 1200. It's it's going to be Lamar or Russell. They don't even go any further. Jimmy Garoppolo. What? <laughs> what? Plus 2800. Jimmy One, G. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's seventh favorite. How? Uh, put an asterisk. Uh, actually, 49ers defense. Um, yeah, say, don't 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 credit him. I mean, he's been fine. He's been he's been a good game manager this year. But don't tell me that he's the main reason why that team's winning games. It's a 49ers defense. Can you put the entire defense as MVP? And Michael Thomas should be above Jimmy Garoppolo. Michael Thomas is having an unreal year. And yeah, no. Dak Prescott too. Dak Prescott, suck my ass, pal. No way. You know, what's, you know what's really annoying is that I think when the draft happened, Lamar Jackson, I think you and I sat here and said they should draft this dude. Like they need, we did. We should. They need to draft this guy. Then and now, like it was him. Who did they take instead? Was this a Sony Michelle draft? Michelle. It was. This yeah. was Sony Michelle Isaiah Win, which I'm still fine with the Isaiah Win move. I mean, but you could have taken I, Isaiah Win and Lamar Jackson, and now you'd have Lamar Jackson. Yes, you could have drafted. You could have drafted Lamar Jackson in place of Sony Michelle. Absolutely. And, we, and you know what? Honestly. They probably should have. hundred <laughs> percent should have. They probably should have because right now you've got Jarrett Stidham, who uh, he's got in his first pass attempt in the NFL, he threw an interception, uh, which was which was it wasn't even it wasn't even like it wasn't even close. Um, drafting, they'll draft another quarterback in April. You think? It seems like they like it seems like they like Jarrett Stidham. Well, I know um, but they need someone to back up Jarrett Stidham. They will, yeah, when Brady leaves next. This yeah, hundred percent. Lamar Jackson, 15 for 20 last night, 169 yards, five touchdowns. Um, look, the thing is with Lamar Jackson, and he's a running quarterback, and I've always he's not been in, though. Like he's such he, he, the majority he's of his not okay. But the, so here's the thing: he's not in to start the season during during the summer. He said that he wants to try to be more of a pocket passer, which is fine. And he has um, he has been, but. Has he? Because he's thrown for a, he only throwing 169 yards and five touchdowns. That tells you how much he's running with it. That's that tells you how much he's getting out of the pocket. Yeah, and, but just because he can get fine. out of the pocket doesn't mean he's not comfortable in the pocket. And that's the big difference. People are trying to say that he's only good because he gets out of the pocket. He stood in there last night and did that heck of a sidearm toss out of the pocket. Yeah, he's he's been he's been great in the pocket. Granted, I still don't think they win the Super Bowl because I think whoever comes out of the NFC is going to do that. But at the same time, this team has to be the favorite to go out of the AFC now, the way they're playing. Now, if, so if they, that's, yeah, asterisk, if they can sustain it. because So that's the question. Are the Ravens the favorites over the Patriots? As of right now, the favorites yes. to come out of the AFC, betting-wise, is the Patriots at plus 125. The Ravens very close, though, plus 175. So it's, it's tight. And just from a fan perspective, from a non-gambling perspective, if you had to ask me, and if you had to ask most fans, with the way the teams are playing right now, with the way that they played against each other, it has to be the Ravens, no question. The Ravens have to be the favorite over the Patriots. But we had the same conversation last year, Jared, with the Chiefs. And I'm not going to sit here with my thumb up my ass and just act like I forgot everything. We had this conversation last year. The entire season was, man, are the, the Patriots have to get that one seed, Jared. They can't go to Arrowhead. And they did. And it was a completely revitalized offense. And we had these conversations after the Patriots lost to the Lions. We had these conversations after Titans. they lost to the Titans, to the Bills. I mean, to, no, not the Bills. No, the Dolphins. Uh, the Miracle the game. The Dolphins. The Jacksonville Jaguars. They lost 
to some crap bag teams. They went 11 and 5 last year, Nick, if you don't remember. They, they weren't good. They, they sucked. They were a good team. They sucked and they figured it out. And so, like this past week, the Patriots had a tough time passing against the Dallas Cowboys, who they realistically should have been able to pass more on. But you look at this receiving core and it's not healthy. Julian Edelman was out there, but he's got a shoulder issue right now. He can't lift his shoulder above his head, Nick. No, he there can't. Was the, there was a ball it's yesterday hurt. that, like, literally, really it was in Edelman's typical breadbasket. Like, he likes, sometimes Edelman likes to reach above his head and he catches the ball pretty easily up there. There was one ball that he ran across the middle of the field and easily should have been caught, but he couldn't get his arm up, so the ball bounced off him and he didn't catch it. Like, little things like that. That, I mean, the Kill Harry looked good. Myers looked good. I think they'll be fine there because, uh, you got two guys coming back, but at the same yeah, Jacoby time, Jacoby Myers has looked really good this season. If Brady will trust him, but but I think he has. I think he's earned the trust finally. Yeah, that Dallas Dorsett team, Jacoby Myers, if, if Dorsett and, and Sanu come back, which they're supposedly coming back this weekend against Houston, does they does he still throw to the rookies? That's the only question. He still he still needs to trust the rookies, even though he has veterans on the field. I think he's at the point where he's going to trust whoever's open, because I think the main problem is he just didn't trust rookies before, just with the way. That, I mean, they'd run routes. He didn't trust them catching the ball. I think Jacoby Myers especially has earned his trust. Nikhil Harry, and, and look, this is my point. This is my main point with the rookies. They are so thin at receiver that, Brady, guess what? I don't care, and you cannot care if he's a rookie if you don't trust him yet. The fact of the matter is you're going to have to trust him because you have five main receivers, Mohamed Sanu, Julian Edelman, Philip Dorsett, and two rookies in Myers and Nikhil Harry. If you're going to be successful this year, you have to you have to integrate them into your game. But the Ravens, the Ravens, they look so good. AB, week 17. Let's do it. AB? Antonio Brown, week 17. And the I think push. the AB conversation's out the window. You, there's no way AB comes back. I think there's a chance, man. I think they're the only... I think Not the Patriots, anymore. The Patriots are the only team that would potentially have them this year. You think? I, th- I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets signed by a different team. He's got, what, four days? No, anyone can sign him. Ha- the NFL stuff has can to be done. Can they sign him at any time? Yeah. Oh, what's Gronk's? Oh, Gronk just has to. Gronk has his deadline. on the field for the first time on November 30th. Um, but the thing with the Ravens is in the knock on them at the start of the season was this defense isn't that great. This defense is overrated. That was especially me. I was going after the defense. I thought the defense kind of stunk. The defense now is fifth in points allowed this season. But what you can do with a good offense and with a with the best offense in the NFL ranked number. They're ranked in the top two. Number one in points scored. um, Number one in rushing. Number two in rushing, rushing, passing. No, uh, rushing. Whatever. (laughs) I forget what the fourth category is, but passing is their issue. But the thing is with Lamar Jackson, and they're ranked pretty low, but that's because of yardage per game. That's all that stat is. Lamar Jackson has proved now that he can be a legitimate passer, which is scary for the NFL. Yeah, and this is the thing. The Ravens took the chance and said, you know what? We really like what you can do. We'll build our offense around you. We're going to change our entire scheme, and we're going to make this work for you. And I think it would have been just as scary, I think, if the Patriots got a hold of them. But at the same time, the rest of the league hasn't caught up yet. My only hope right now is that the 49ers defense, who is also one of the top two defenses in the league with the Patriots, can show something this weekend when they play them. Mind you, at 1 o'clock, which is criminal. 
Yeah, that is criminal. That's, That's bad. Criminal. But give them the Sunday night slot. I don't even want the Patriots in that slot. No, screw that. They don't deserve it. Patriots, Texans? Come on. No, no. That's going to be a pretty decent game, though. Let's let's flip it. I don't care. I want I want the Ravens in and prime time right now. It's going to be a right great now. game only because Deshaun Watson versus, I mean, not Deshaun Watson, uh, DeAndre Hopkins versus Stephon Gilmore is going to be a that down. fight. That's Lock that down. Nasty fight. DeAndre Hopkins, two catches, 25 yards. Bank on it. No touchdowns. Stephon uh, Gilmore's defensive player of the year. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. The Ravens will show a lot this weekend. If the 49ers can give you some sense of how to stop them, Patriots use that. I'm not worried. But there needs to be somebody who can show some idea of how to slow them down. Now, look, if the Patriots play the Ravens again, I'm not worried and sitting here thinking they're going to get blown out. Like, they don't do that twice in a row. They'll figure it out. It will most likely be at home. Uh, They'll be fine. It'll be a close game. But at the same time, we need someone to show some glimpse of stopping them. And the 49ers have my next best chance. So the thing is, I think the Patriots defense will play better against Lamar Jackson next time they play. Because the Patriots have the best defense in the league. And they showed that again this week. And, I mean, (laughs) Sunday's game against the Cowboys, that was the Patriots defense. I'm going to give them full credit. But Jason Garrett's a fucking idiot. Oh, my God, is that guy stupid? Going for a field goal when you're that close to the end zone? Unbelievable. Real and when it was on like top the only of that, time you were there the entire night. It was like the only time you were down in the red zone. Like, yes, why are you, you have to go for it? And on top of that, you're playing in the rain. You're playing in the muck. What's the Patriots' defense? One, one kryptonite right now. One issue: the run. Okay, you have one of the best running backs in the league. They struggle against the run. You're playing in the rain. Give the ball to Zeke. He was averaging 4.1 yards per carry. You absolutely cannot, you cannot waste that opportunity. And not to mention, you had Tony Pollard, who's your backup running back, who's halfway decent, who you could also run with. He only had four touches that game. He needs to get fired. Jason Garrett. He'll get get fired. He should have been fired like five years ago. But Jason Garrett needs to go. Um, Jerry Jones finally criticized him, which is great to hear. Oh, my God. I know. Thank God. Again, they're not going to get a real coach because no one wants to work for Jerry Jones. So the Cowboys will never win, honestly, until Jerry Jones sells the team, which will never happen. So Cowboys fans, good luck with that. Um, Patriots- so I was actually I was actually looking when I was looking for those odds. NFL head coaches, Dallas Cowboys head coach in week one. You know who the favorite is to become the head coach? Rex Ryan. Urban Meyer. Oh, God. Urban Meyer. It'd be a dream. That'd be a match made in heaven. Oh, Two God. psychopaths. That would blow up in everyone's faces if you're Dak Prescott you don't want that Sean Payton one two three four five Sean Payton's fifth on this list weird why (laughs) the the Saints he won't coach anywhere for the Saints that's weird the Saints are some are are top favorites to go to the Super Bowl this year what 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 Josh McDaniels number two actually oh Josh McDaniels won't go to Dallas Jim Harbaugh is actually six. That would work. Yeah, that would work. Psychopath and khakis work. That's, Jerry Jones. You know, honestly, that would be mine because I I don't think I don't think Jim Harbaugh lasts in Michigan past this season. They've oh, been no, they've been so. underwhelming since he's been there. He's going bye bye. Uh, and I'm a huge Jim Harbaugh guy. But wrapping up this Ravens uh, conversation quick, they're good, man. They are real good. And not only not only are they good. They're, they're good in every facet of the game. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know about their special teams, really. But they've got the best kicker in the NFL, Justin Tucker. They've got about the only kicker who's who's 
automatic at this point in Justin Tucker. Mm-hmm. They've got Lamar Jackson, who's turning into a stud quarterback, one of the best in the league's reigning MVP or, or current favorite for the MVP. They've got a great running game with with Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's got a second breath. This guy has been incredible this year. Well, he he was good last year. Yeah, no, no he's been good. He's been low key good every single season. Yeah, just and, he's don't, they don't Saints didn't want him. And I love this dude's personality. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram is hysterical. Yeah. Um, there was <laughs> two weeks ago after the Ravens won again, he went he went into his press conference and was talking up Lamar Jackson. I tweeted out, "I need Mark Ingram to come in on my next job interview and introduce me before I walk in." Listen to the way listen to the way that he talks up his boy Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Anybody else got to say something different about that? Then come see me. I'm right here in Beemore outside the bank. If you got an issue with that, come see me. I'm about that. Big trust. Woo woo. Lamar Jackson in the flesh. Yes, sir. Trust. Mark Ingram's the best. He's, he's Dude, become one of my favorite players in the league. <laughs> he's great. He's just the hype train is real on Lamar Jackson, and he's the one or driving it. It's nuts. It's great. Mark Ingram is a psychopath in the best way possible. But they've got, and they've got like a solid receiving core, and they've got two very strong tight ends, receiving tight ends. One being Mark Andrews, who's showing to be one of the best tight ends in this league. Mark Andrews has been incredible this year. Um, I'm not going to speak on the offensive line, and the defense has stepped up in a huge way, too. You can pass on this defense. So if the Patriots can figure out a way to get this passing game going, that's going to, that's going to be, according to the stats, that's how they're going to have to beat this team is through the air. So, if the Patriots can figure that out, then they're gonna they'll, they'll have a chance. It'll be a great game. If this is the AFC Championship game, it's not gonna be be a blowout either way. We're probably gonna get the exact same game that we had last year between the Chiefs and the Patriots. Oh, 100%. And if you're counting at the Patriots at this point, are you new to the NFL? Boob? Are you? And yeah, I'm not even saying the Patriots don't have a chance. I'm just saying that I think the Ravens should be the favorite right now. Yes. Oh, absolutely. They and they, and they should be. If you if you've been watching the way that they've played. You cannot, you cannot sit here and say that the Patriots or that the Ravens aren't the favorite because they've been playing out of their mind. And Lamar Jackson looks unstoppable right now. Five touchdowns against the Rams. The Rams defense isn't bad. They've been underwhelming this year. They've been, they've underachieved this year, but the Rams defense isn't bad. Putting up five touchdowns and torching them with somebody like Jalen Ramsey, who is Jalen Ramsey is the worst, the worst. Dude, you, your team lost by like however many points you got slaughtered. On Monday Night Football, and you're trying to talk trash to Marcus Peters and squad on the other side of the field. Like, what are you doing? The Stop. Ravens. The Ravens are going to be tough to beat. All right, up next, real. We can do this one quickly. I just had to get this one out there. So, for people who aren't in the Boston area, the Paw Sox, the Pawtucket Red Sox, the Red Sox Triple A minor league system uh, team is moving to Worcester, and they're playing their last season in Pawtucket this next upcoming season they'll be in Worcester in 2021 last night the Red Sox put on like this big event it was on Nesson and they were Ooh. unveiling the team's logo uh, and the team's nickname so <laughs> the thing is with the team nickname Jared Ooh. they unveiled this like it was like this was I, th- I just was already assumed that this was the nickname like this wasn't a nickname that nobody expected like, this was this was the nickname everybody thought was coming it was it was been floated around for so long. I'm like, look, the team accepted like a ton of submissions, but like I'm pretty sure we knew about this name a while ago. 
Yeah, they and, weren't going to go with anything else. It was going to be and, the Woozox. And they decided to have an hour-long special on Nessun about it. And the like, special was... I tried to watch it. I couldn't watch it. No. It was... Just just show me the logo. Show me the nickname. That's all I needed. Tom Karen was like, yeah, the people of Pawtucket are sad, but the people of Worcester are excited as baseball's back in this great Nobody town. Nobody wants to go to Worcester. It's Worcester. I'm not excited. I want to go back to Pawtucket if I'm going to go to Red Sox. Worcester sucks. Nobody wants to go to Worcester. No, it's called Worcester gave them money. Money, money, yeah. money. And Larry Lucchino. I mean, he's he's got his nose in this whole thing. It's his investor group that owns them. So the big story, though, that came out of the, the Woo Sox unveiling was the logo. It's w- the logo, dude, it's a dude. smiley face, and, and you guys have to look this up. It's a smiley face with red socks, a baseball bat, and a cap. It's, it's, not, just a, it's not just a smiley it's, face. It's a yellow smiley face. It's the Walmart logo. It's the Walmart rollback smiley face bat. from the 90s, 2000s. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. How could you not have come up with a better logo for the Woo Socks? <laughs> you not? You're a professional organization. Like, I could have gone to Dino, Walmart. Come on. From- I could have gone to Windows 97, opened up good old clip art, and put that together. Yes. What are you doing? So, I can't imagine being a professional baseball player and having that on your hat. Well, they're not. I think aren't they keeping the the B? Are they? I thought they were. I thought that was going to be on their hat. I saw hats last night with the logo on it. Oh God! <laughs> it looks so bad. Team Walmart, <laughs> right? Massachusetts. It looks like they're sponsored by Walmart. If Walmart's smart, they're going to get their asses on the on the monster because that's the whole thing. The the Triple A or the the Paw Sox, Larry Lucchino wanted to get a new stadium that kind of resembled Fenway Park. So players, they use the excuse that so players could get used to the Green Monster in left field. And whatever, fine, that's fine. Pawtucket didn't want to do it. Worcester was willing to do it, so they're going to build a stadium there. Um, but. This, if, if I mean plaster the Walmart, plaster Walmart, get a sponsorship on the monster. You know what I read? Get a, I, get I read, a damn sponsorship I, on the monster. I saw a tweet from a good friend Jared Carabas, and he literally said, "You know what they should have done? They should have just put Ruzni Castillo's face as the logo of the new Uzbox." Yeah, yeah he's, he's the MVP of the fucking league. Um, greatest AAA player of all time. Build that man to so, Do you know? Do you know the significance of the smiley face? No. Should I? It's Walmart. Yes, actually. So there is a pretty good significance of the smiley face with Worcester. So the smiley face was actually invented in Worcester. Like the smiley the, face? The the prototypical smiley face, the yellow smiley face, was invented in Worcester by Harvey Ross Ball. That's why the smiley face is, is it's big in Worcester. It's, it's significant to Worcester. But they have to understand that when you look at that, Nobody else is going to understand. Like, <laughs> polar bears were not a symbol of Pawtucket. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Polar bears were not a symbol of Pawtucket, Rhode Island. But the polar bear was awesome. Bring the polar bear to Worcester. You don't need to make it a smiley face just because the guy who invented the smiley face did it in Worcester. <laughs> it's so gross. It's so that gross. That makes me cringe even more. I did not know that. What? What? Uh, Can we just just not go to Worcester? Can we just stay in Pawtucket? Is that a thing? Can we just boycott this? It's it's stupid. All right, last topic, Kyrie Irving. Woo! 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 Is that going to be like their home run thing now instead of like playing the Red Sox? 
you know it's gonna be. Da, 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 da. Woo! Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna act like I'm gonna hate it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hilarious. With the hands up, they're gonna, oh, that's what they're gonna do. Have you been to those like, <laughs> like I went to UNH and they're a big hockey school. And like when you were at the student section across the way, there was like this old school like pixelated board. And they used to during like timeouts just put these two stick figures up on the board, and then you had to like follow them as students. So, so whenever they like stood up, we all just went up and went woo, and like we were that like idiotic and mindless. <laughs> and legitimately, that's what's gonna happen every time the score run woo. They got it, but they, it has to be Ric Flair. It has to be the Ric Flair's woo. Woo! All right, Kyrie Irving not coming to Boston. Uh, we can make this topic quick. I think, look, he's Ooh. such a coward. He is such a coward. Okay, you know what makes me believe even more that this is, I mean, we all know it's a fake injury. He's not actually hurt. And if he is, it's very minimal. He's been preparing this injury since day one. Since the moment he signed with Brooklyn, he was like, all right, Boston here, so I'm going to get this right shoulder injury over here, here. and I'm going to miss this road yeah. trip. Oh, Cleveland, perfect. Two birds, one stone. Oh, and next two, I'll play Madison Square Garden. Great. This is even better. Look, Kemba Walker just ran into Shemi Ojale. Looked like oh, he was Rick dead ball. on the floor. Looked like he was dead on the floor. Dude, it looked it, horrible. He got it stretchered off. so bad. And Did you listen to the press conference, by the way, of the, the, the medical? No. The medical guy? Basically, what he said was that was protocol. Like, he was talking the whole time. He was conscious. They did, that was like a spine protocol. They have to do that. Uh, so it wasn't as bad as it looked. But Kemba Walker is listed as probable for the Nets game. After all this, Nick, he's missing one basketball game. Well, Kemba, that's one that's one huge thing about Kemba is he doesn't miss games. Kemba's he's an 82-game-a-year player. Kyrie is hurt all the fucking time. Kemba Walker wanted to play against Sacramento the other night at home. They didn't let him because they, they put him in the concussion protocol to be safe. They said he wasn't showing any symptoms of it, but they did it just as their protocol. So that And he didn't go through a full practice yet, which was like the last step of their protocol. He wanted to play in Sacramento and said he felt fine. He didn't want to miss a game. Against Sacramento, they played Against, at home. Well, yeah. And now you have Kyrie Irving, who has a little bit of a pinched shoulder. Can't stand, can't face the music in Boston. So I hope... They still chant for him. I hope they, that the garden goes nuts chanting like F you Kyrie and all this stuff. I hope it just I hope he hears it from wherever the hell he's gonna be posted up. And you know what's gonna happen? They're gonna go to Brooklyn and he's gonna play in that game at home. Oh, absolutely. He's he is this this is such a coward move on his part. I he, hope Celtics fans travel to Brooklyn. I hope they take over that arena and boo the crap out of him in Brooklyn. They could. It's not that far. He's so soft. He knows what he has to know at this point that he's the problem with this team. He can't be the number one superstar on a team. He can't. I mean, look at Brooklyn. Things are going bad in Brooklyn right now. That team last year was kind of what the Celtics were a couple years ago. They were a young, scrappy group. They had D'Angelo Russell leading them. They had It was a fun team. They all had fun. They loved each other. They were dancing on the bench. Now that Kyrie's there, I mean, there was that, there was that clip a couple, uh, maybe a week or two ago, where one of his teammates is running by him, and he grabs him and literally throws, Kyrie throws him. Pushes him across the course to the other side. It's it's absolutely nuts. What this he's so bad for the locker room. Um, so, Nets this year are five and one without him, four and seven with or something like five that. Five and one without him. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely and it's just proof. And it's not the third team he's done this, and now this time he, it, in the second team where he didn't have LeBron James to cover up for half of it. And honestly, Nick, it might only get worse with Durant in the mix. Like, are you kidding me? Those yeah, two are gonna isolate. Softy. Those two are gonna isolate the entire team. So Danny Ainge was talking to Rachel Nichols. It was Rachel Nichols. Okay, it was Rachel Nichols. Oh, I got Rachel Nichols and Aaron Andrews screwed up. Uh, so, so Danny Ainge was talking to the jumps. Uh, Rachel and uh, Rachel, 
Wow. Rachel Andrews. Hello. He was talking to Rachel Nichols, and he tried to put some of the blame. He, he, he basically said that he doesn't think that all the blame has to go on Kyrie's shoulders. And there's no way he, he believes that. No. There's no so way true. he believes that. He, it's he, so he, obvious at this point that it was Kyrie's problem. A bunch of players on this team have already came, been vocal about it this year, especially Jalen Brown, who've been like, now I feel like I can actually play, yeah. and I can be me, and I can have fun. They asked him, someone asked, I think it was today, they were like, yeah, you know, what is Kyrie bringing to that team? And like, you know, you, you're not, you're not going to get a chance to go up against him. And James like, well, we, I don't really, I don't really pay too much attention. Uh, I'm going to have to watch film to see how they play and blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, it's, it is disappointing that, you know, I would have loved to go up against him. Um, and it's always fun when you play against former teammates. And I'm like, dude, that's not just a former teammate. That's a complete prick who screwed all of you over. Uh, and then afterwards, he was like, wait, so he's I- I needed Marcus Smart versus Kyrie like I needed oxygen to breathe. And then literally at, right after the end of it, JB was like, so he's not playing? Really? That's the, that's a thing? <laughs> it's so pathetic. He is such a coward. Well, Danny the Ainge tried to put the blame Brooklyn. on himself. Yeah, I hope the Celtics go into Brooklyn, which is Friday, I believe, after Thanksgiving. They're playing them in Brooklyn. Yeah, and very, very he, soon after. He, it's, they're back-to-back games. Um, he will play. I'm sure of it. Kyrie Irving will play in Brooklyn. And Marcus Smart is going to body that guy so hard. And I cannot wait. All I think about is the Nike commercial that he put out, that Prick put out with his father. Oh, my and God. Him. And oh the, part, my God. The, part, the part when he was, like, bodying up his dad. He's like, body, body. All I hope, Marcus Smart all night in his ear. Body, body, you piece of garbage. He has no right to skip these games when he did it all to himself. He, did, he legitimately did it all to himself. It's he's going to have to play here eventually because what's probably going to happen is you're going to see them in the playoffs with Kyrie. Get it over with. Take your lumps. You're going to be the most hated man in Boston forever, if not for a very long time. Get over it. I, I love Paul Pierce, too. I think he's actually surpassed A-Rod as one of the more hated man, men in this town. Uh, A-Rod, <laughs> people forget how hated A-Rod was, though. A-Rod was the most hated athlete in Boston. But Kyrie, no, you're right. Kyrie's close. Kyrie Kyrie's is getting there. The way, the way Kyrie acted when he was here, he acted like he was better than. He acted like he was better than the fans. Jalen Brown is his actual intellect. Kyrie was insufferable to talk to. He was a fake intellect. And just, like, look at this team now. Look at this team without him. Gordon Hayward seems happy. Gordon Hayward's playing like an all-star. Jalen Brown took that step he needed to. Jason Tatum took that step he needed to. Clutch Kemba Walker, positive attitude, smile on his face all the time. A competitor wants to win. Wants his teammates to be successful. That's the difference between him and Kyrie. Kyrie wanted to be the guy. He wanted to be the successful one. He didn't care about the rest of his teammates. Kemba cares about his teammates. Kemba is and that's why Paul Pierce want. said Kyrie should be booed. Kemba is everything that you wanted out of Kyrie. Like Kemba is what we yes. all wanted Kyrie to do. Like That's what Kemba is. And you're right. Paul Pierce, bravo to you, man. He, he basically said like he did it to himself, and he deserved, he deserved the biggest boos to what he did to that city. Um, and, and Pierce is the first person to stand up for Boston because of what obviously Pierce means to the city. It, it, this has a, this team has a different feel around it. Like people actually believe in this team. I think we do too. I think we can sit here and watch it and think this team has a legit chance. But you know, Paul Pierce is on the sideline. T- Tatum hits big shots. Paul Pierce is giving him high fives on court side. Not once did you see that ever happen with Kyrie. You know, like Paul Pierce is starting to fall in love with this team. People around the country are starting to understand what this team is. Um, and, and I think people are really starting to understand what Kemba can do because he's out of Charlotte, not a big market team. Kemba's winning more games than he ever has in his lifetime. Like, this guy, who all he wants to do is win, 
is missing one game after running into Shemi and saying, yeah, I'm good. Let's play against Brooklyn. Who did? They'd probably win without him, to be honest. Like, they don't need Kemba to beat Brooklyn, yeah, especially Brooklyn's without Kyrie playing. They could easily, <laughs> he could easily wait. Kyrie's not even playing. He wants to play. He doesn't care. He wants to be all these guys. And I hope they beat him by 20. I hope Kyrie gets rattled from afar. And Kyrie, will, Marcus Smart, we'll see you on Friday night. Catch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 135. Remember, next week, baby, we have a new sponsorship announcement to make. Hopefully, it's going to be long-term, but we have it. We have it for a, a little bit right now. A new sponsorship coming next week. Guys, don't forget, you can listen to the entire podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And you can also catch the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube page. You can catch the entire video version of the podcast on YouTube as well. Uh, and then... Baby, rate and subscribe on iTunes. You guys don't know. It helps us so friggin' much. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, producer Patty P. Guys, we will be back next week for episode number 136. Thanks for watching, and thanks for listening. Dunzo, bitch. Fuck you, Kyrie Irving. Fuck you. <laughs>